Welcome to episode 7 of Talk About Board Games. In this episode, we're going to reveal our next 5 for 5 games. We're going to talk about a couple of games that are on the horizon, and we talk about the movie that inspired the game that we play this week as we play Legendary Encounters Alien. Welcome to episode seven. I am Fred. I'm joined once again by my wife, Nicole. That's right. And uh, we, you know, we're 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 now on episode seven. We can't uh, we can't you know. Obviously, we we're we're shocked that we're still going here, but that's I'm not shocked. We planned we're going to do this, whether people are listening or not. It's happening. Well, I hope people are listening. It is I hope it they is are sort too. of a vacuum right now, isn't it? Well, you can't tell unless people like say something, and people don't like to comment a lot. I know. But, you know, if you do comment, we might say your name. No, we will say your name. So, uh, this week, we are we played a couple games. Yeah. Obviously. It was, it was kind of rough getting to some games right now. Yeah. I've uh, kind of picked back up again at, at work. Yeah. Which is why we give ourselves a little buffer so you're not hearing this, like, immediately after we yeah. record. Sorry about that, yeah, vacation's guys. Vacation's over for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even though I still have a couple weeks to spend. Yeah. That's, when that's, when's that going to happen? I have no idea because they just keep booking me week after week. I, know. I have to tell can't... them. I got to tell them well in advance. But oh, absolutely! A couple of the games we got to play this week are, out, you know, are part of our our new uh, five or five. But we'll get to that in a second. We played a game today that, I mean, I, I you know, I'm I'm usually the theme guy, and I have heard Always. this game described as massively boring, just just collecting points. And that doesn't necessarily mean boring. <clears throat> I, I'm going to say I'm going to say that this has all the themes of a Reiner Knizia game. <laughs> uh, I like Reiner Knizia games. No, okay, let's go play Star Trek Expeditions. Okay, maybe not that one so much. Boom! The, <laughs> the, the I like Lost Cities. That one's a lot. Everyone of Everyone likes Lost Cities because it's a lot of fun. I know. And there's a huge amount of theme in that game if you're willing to talk about it and explain. What you're doing. I'm going on an expedition to the mountains. Anyway, let's continue. That, that, that well, game, the, that's not the game no we played theme. today, though. No, no, no. no. We played another a game by a another prolific, you know, designer. Probably had two of his most, uh, you know, creative years in the last couple years. Probably 2013, 2014. We're talking about Stefan Feld. And Stefan Feld, has, he, he started kind of this trend of putting out all these games right before it. By putting out this game, and it is Castle of Burgundy. Now, Castles of Burgundy, I think it's available. Now say it in the French. <clears throat> okay, Anyways, good job. The, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, Castles of Burgundy, I, I mean, I knew it was high. Because, I mean, we were watching some videos on how to play it. Once again, by the way, we, we try to high watch videos. On the on the ratings? Like, super good <clears throat> game? Yes. What are you talking about? That's you just, <laughs> you just left it. At, I knew it was high. In oh yeah, the yeah. Shelf well, above the closet. <laughs> what? Here's the thing. I knew it was a really popular game. Yeah. I knew it was really high rated, but when we were watching some of these trading videos, they said this is rated the 16th game of all time, and I was like, "Is that still true? It's been out a couple years. Oh, it's not it's true anymore. It's, it's not true anymore." 
It's the 11th best game of all time now on Board Game Geek. So it must be true, right? It is a... Uh, well, <clears throat> I, would, I liked it. Is I thought, it your 11th best game of all time? I don't know. I have not gone down that road to try and rate everything in order of favorites <laughs> because I can't do it. Because a lot of times it's like, this is the one I'm playing right now. This is my favorite. Yeah. This is the one Fred will actually <clears throat> play with me more oh, than yeah. once. That's my favorite. That That is true. That this... This game today was was like uh, much more appealing than it had been kind of portrayed by some other reviewers. Of course, there's plenty of reviewers who say it's amazing, but the theme kind of centric view- reviewers like that, that are sort of you know sort of well, mesh with what I believe. What have we learned about Fred? I, I Fred love likes theme. theme. Yeah. <laughs> if a game doesn't have theme, you don't normally want to play it. Correct. And this this has a theme. This I mean, here's the theme. This, I, how- I didn't get much theme out of it. It's how how plain toast is this? This is the theme. Your princes, French princes, and you're trying to build your countryside by rolling dice and collecting tiles that are on the spots that match those dice rolls. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. But yeah. it's great. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. But... If you if you just get past the fact that you do not feel like a prince ever in this game, no, you feel like I mean, honestly, you could throw all almost all the photo- like like all the drawings on off the tiles and just make them green. <laughs> well, no, because some of them the the drawings meant certain things. Well, yeah, yeah. There's bonus tiles and stuff you like would that. Ruin the game, for but it. honestly, it doesn't even matter. The theme doesn't even matter. Not really. It's just fun. It was, I mean, I could, it's a good you, you thinking could game. You could abstract this game and it wouldn't make any difference at all. Well, it was abstract. Well, yeah, because I'm not really a prince. But I'm just saying it felt very <laughs> abstract already. And it could be even more abstract and it wouldn't take away from how good or how bad the game is. See, I can just enjoy a game without having theme. I understand. I can too. I'm saying that this game was great. Okay, good. I'm glad we agree. No, I had, I had a really good time. I think that... that this and why is, did you enjoy it so much? Because I won. Oh, yeah, that's right. You Purely won. because I got to rub your face in the mud of defeat. <laughs> no, that's not... That's not why at all. I mean, honestly, I was having a really good time. I didn't feel like it was out of control. Like yeah. when we played another Steffenfeld game, Bruges, with Matt and Brianna recently, Brianna kicked in that coupon, like cutting genetics. You She's know, insane. Is and she destroyed? Always us. wins on those kind of. Well, and that's one of those things I felt bad about because I, I, I could see she built this little card mechanism up where she could just basically get a million dollars a turn, you know, or twenty dollars a turn, and the rest of us are getting three. Yeah. And she was just automatically just kind of working what she had built. And, and it was obvious by halfway through the game that there was no coming back. And yeah. she, she had got it. If there's like 12 ways to gain points, she's going to master 11 of them during the game. Yes. Whereas everybody else will master two. Correct. So, yeah, this, <laughs> this is, game this did will be not make me feel like that, though. This but, well, me... we didn't play it with her. I'll destroy her at it. Mark yeah. my words oh. now. Oh. <laughs> no. Challenge I doubt, accepted. No. I doubt seriously I'll destroy her at it. But I will say that I didn't feel like it didn't, I didn't feel like it was hopeless ever. I didn't either. I felt like it was really balanced. Yeah, until until the very last turn, I scored a couple of bonus points. I had put these farming bonuses in place, like of collecting animals on your on your pastures, and I scored like two or three of them all in a row. And and that's that's all the lead I took. That was what sealed the deal for the game. But before that, we were absolutely neck and neck. And you could have potentially there was one turn. You had one turn to buy those those animals. And had you done that, it would have canceled all those points. Your move. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> huh. 
I'm telling you, there was well, one moment happen. where I was like looking away from the board, like if I look at the board, she's gonna realize. I wasn't gonna realize anything, you know. I like what? I, I gotta practice those games. I don't know. I, I just play. I just have fun. Well, you did one. You did a couple moves though, that were I directly to, to block me. I had points. two. You were gonna win in five different ways instead of two. Diversification is. <laughs> Keys to success. I don't know. Yeah, blocking other people is not necessarily the best move to uh, win that game. I'll say that. But I never felt like you were just running away with the game. And even like, I mean, I I took a significant lead for a little while. And yet you were easily able to come back. And then I was ahead again. And and it Mm -hmm. was, it felt really balanced. And I like that, especially since there were bonuses involved in the final scoring. Yeah. They actually meant something. You know, it wasn't well, and they just... were on they were face up on the table too, so everyone could see what those amounts were coming up to. You can, yeah. They were estimating. It wasn't it wasn't impossible that I could look at your board and but say, I "You're am not a math genius, so I don't keep all that running stuff in my head." Lots of other people probably yeah. do, and they would whip us both. This game, though, I'm just going to say, you do you every every turn, everyone simultaneously rolls dice yeah. and choose the spots. You're going to uh, basically half of what you do is just starting to score, and then the other half is actually scoring points. So 50% of the game, you're doing some <laughs> mundane thing in scoring points. But this is common in in a lot of Steffenfeld games. We have another one called Bora Bora upstairs. That one's all kinds of like, there's like all kinds of little mechanisms. If you want to see one with like way too many me- mechanisms in it, Bora Bora. Oh, it's so good though. <laughs> I like it more than I like uh, Bruges. You and just that, didn't that was like, like very and those much, were like though. neck and neck at the end of 2000. Well, and I, I really wanted to play Bruges. Everybody was kind of raving about it for a little while there, yeah. and saying it was like a top pick and all this, and it was okay. I, I didn't dislike it. I definitely liked it, but yeah. I've played other. But this is, I mean, point grabbers I like more. It, he's, so. It's just, it's just one of those things where there's a lot of avenues to score points, and that's why it's really hard to track. It's not just. You know, one direction of scoring points. You know, you're, 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 you've got you know these kind of things going on and those kind of things going on. Like, oh, I'm, I'm putting, I'm filling up this space with animals. I'm scoring animals and I'm scoring the region if I fill the region and I can score castles over here in the region. And if I get you know these certain buildings go stuff, down, then, then they give me get... points. And it's just yeah, there's there a lot are points everywhere to grab. So it's really hard to get a grasp. I mean, you're really. You're just staring at these dice because you have two decisions to make pretty much every turn because you only roll two dice every turn and you get to make a decision. And right. there are 25 turns in the game. That's how the game is timed out. You're right. And you take two actions 25 times. <clears throat> so basically you're going to roll, you're going to decide what to do with 50 dice. That's the whole game. But You, you break it, it down so simply. It's like, huh, that is all we did. <laughs> but that's, that's, yeah, it's exactly what we did. And every turn you're trying to figure out how do I maximize the points with these dice? With what's available, how do I maximize the points? Yeah. There's a little bit of planning in advance, obviously, because there's bonus bonus tiles. You can't that you can do put too down. much because you don't know what the person ahead of you is going to do. So. But I'm I'm just saying, no theme at all, and I still think it's rock solid. And I I, oh, yeah. I don't know if it necessarily is my 11th best game of all time. Oh, but definitely I, not your. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, if I went upstairs right now and I counted 100 games out of it, I bet that might crack the top 100. <laughs> so, so that is not for, far for, cry from 11 <laughs> for a, a a cardboard tasting game just plain old toast that's really good for me well yeah i agree you know because we know where my love lies nicole yours yours lies a little bit closer towards the cardboard 
I know. <laughs> you love plain toast. It's fun. <laughs> it is. Now, this week, uh, you told me something about finding a game in your car. What does this mean? <laughs> I just, it just seems like there's like the sign of an ultimate, you know, somebody who's plays too many games and way obsessed with games. What are we talking about? I found a random game in my car. I don't know how it got there. I'm sure you had to have put it there. Random. Hanabi was just in my car. Are you sure? Yes, I took it out. I was going to play with Angela, but we didn't get to have lunch together. Last time I played Hanabi, it was the it was Matt, Brianna, you and I, and we scored a perfect score. Well, somehow it magicked its way into my car. And you never played it with Angela? No, I didn't take it. If I take it, I put it in my work bag. I bet if you played it with Angela, she'd like it. Well, we're going to play it, but not today. I played it with Travis. But I just thought it was bizarre. It's like magical. I don't have random games in my car. <laughs> I keep games in my car that I want to play with. People. I had no idea how this game got in my car. What's in my trunk right now? I don't know. Cash and guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have more time to play with like more people at work. I, I have I can play with Angela. That's about it. Not not really. Well, I'm just saying you have if if there's a possibility of playing with more people, it's you that has that opportunity. Well, there's always not the me. potential out there. It's just about a three percent chance. Well, yeah, but for me, it's a zero. But on that three percent chance, it's like you're going to be prepared. I could I could have like four or five of us all sitting around a table for thirty minutes, pointing foam foam guns at each other. Yeah, <laughs> and they would love that. I got to thinking too. Um, we used to have a table, a folding table in my car as well. But then I took it out so I could use it for puzzles. Yeah. But that's that's also the sign of somebody who plays too many games. That was for hotel rooms. Right, because we would take mini vacations or whatever. Well, yeah, because you check into a hotel and they got, there's the bed. Like, you get a king suite, quote unquote suite. And uh, there's just, it's like, here's my, usually this is what they do. Here's a big, here's a big king bed. Here's a little tiny side table that you could never play a game on. No. Here's a couch. But they don't even give you a coffee table. They'll usually give you some horrible converter desk that doesn't really make much sense. Or a desk that's bolted to the wall <clears throat> and one chair to yeah. go with it. And, and you know, it will butt end up or book end up to a wall in a corner with another wall. Yeah. So there's you can, you can both face the wall and kind of elbow each other when it's each other's turn, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want a hot tip, get a folding table. Put it in the trunk of your car and it, it's just there and ready for you whenever... Uh... You might find yourself in a circumstance where you can easily play a game but didn't really have a play space to put it in. Here's the good tip, though, too, that Nicole and I have taken advantage of before. Go stay at the Drury Inn if you're in the Midwest. The Drury Inn has a happy <laughs> hour that goes from like 4 to 7 or something, or 5 something to like 7, that. where they serve you like free beverages. Like they'll serve you limited alcohol drinks so you can have a beer. Provided you're 21. Provided or you're older. at least fourteen, whatever. Shut up. Don't <laughs> provided even. Provided you're twenty-one, you can have a you can have like an alcohol beverage. I mean, it's not like some massive drink. You're not, you know, it's not super fancy, but it is provided with the room. Yeah. On top of it, here's what's even better: after happy hour, all the way till like eleven p.m., they pop fresh popcorn in the room, and they still allow you to get free sodas. Not like in your room, but like in the in the little the break room. It's, a, it's not like a the break breakfast room. room. Breakfast room. breakfast room. <laughs> dining room. There you go. Whoa, With all it, the tables and the chairs and the spe- seats and the... And their, their little dining areas, I think, are a little and larger than most. Because sometimes so. you walk in like a Holiday Inn and there's like two tables. Yeah. But the Drury will have like, the, you know, a dozen a tables. A decent, decent amount of space usually. We, had, we went to one that didn't have so much space. But I'm just saying, it's, it's really nice to go... Like when we go out of town and we stay at a Drury, 
We'll go hit a local game store, pick up a game that day at the game store, and then be playing and drinking free beverages and eating popcorn while we play our brand new game. Mm -hmm. Keep napkins close by, obviously oil and popcorn. Right. <laughs> but but that's that's super cool, right? It's really cool. Yeah. So so if you stay We've in a brewery, you, you just play in a lobby. It's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. But anyways, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> a little I, tangent I can, for you. I guess Nicole doesn't technically keep games in her car. I do. Well, I, this one it was just random. I don't know how it got there. That I was the whole point. In in my bag right I, now, I, I have, have some in my bag. I've got <clears throat> Wizard of Oz Flux, and I've got well now I've got Hanabi in my bag because I took it out of my car. I probably have three games at work just in my desk. I don't have a desk. I have War of Endines, or I guess Endines. Sure. I hear it said, it says Endines in the book, but everybody says Endines. Even people who should know better. I don't know why. It seems like a vegetable to me. What? All right. Well, anyways, uh, that brings us to a point where we're going to reveal, finally, our 5 for 5 new list. All right. All right. Let's go through it again and make sure we got it. Count us off, Bill. One, two, three, four. This is a five for five update. Oh, five for five has started again now. Uh, Now, this is going to be a little bit different right now, though. We're simply going to tell you what we've picked, and then we'll actually talk about them coming up. So we try not to talk about the same games over and over again. Right, and we're going to try to avoid, like, having all five of them like reviewed in one episode yeah which i don't think i don't know if anybody would complain obviously they could write in and complain if they wanted to i would listen i'd love it (laughs) (laughs) okay uh, so but our first five for five game is that's a drum roll easy sorry (laughs) d-day dice now d-day dice we bought from a guy at gen con the guys who made the game 2013 yep and we'll tell you a little bit more about that, obviously. You know, we, we actually bought it from the guys who, who made the game in 2013 at Gen Con. That's one of our Gen Con games. The uh, next game we picked for this is Among the Stars. I know nothing about it. Among the Stars has been compared to Seven Wonders. If anybody has any kind of hobby background, they would know what that is. I keep forgetting that you told me that, and that's why I'm interested in it. Yeah, it's a card drafting game. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, we also uh, picked Core Worlds with the Galactic Expansion. What is it called? It's over there. Yeah, I don't know. It's with the first Galactic... expansion. Empires? No? Uh, I have no idea. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't see that far. Guardians of the Galacticas? No, that has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we picked uh, that one, which is a deck building game. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it is competitive. You're playing rival factions. And know. where do we get that one? We got that one at Gen Con as well. We bought it from Andrew Parks, the designer of the game. Who started teaching us how to play it before he had to skedaddle. I think the actual quote was such an ego boost for me, though. (laughs) was was, We went like one turn and he goes, oh, and then you guys are, we're like, yeah, we're going to do this. And he's like, ah, you got it. You guys know what you're doing. (laughs) Well, we have played games before. That one I actually purchased, too. You didn't buy it. Galactic Orders. Orders, bam! <laughs> uh, the next one is my infamous Kickstarter myth, a cooperative dungeon crawl game. Mm-hmm. Nicole's not excited Do about I get to this one at any all. Of these? Yeah, you get to announce the next one. Go ahead. The last one. Thanks. We're supposed to go back and forth. You didn't ever say that. You didn't ask. 
Should I have to, mind reader? Sometimes it'd be nice if you asked. If I could read your mind. That too. Okay. (laughs) Anyhow, our last one is Rivals for Catan. There you go. That's the three. That's that's a two-player game. Exactly, which is why we got it, because we would have liked to have played Catan more, Settler's version, but it's a three-player game. The curse of many games in our collection. I know, and I don't like playing the fakey-fake version of a three-player, should be a three-player game, but they call it a two-player, yeah. which I don't think that here's, one even Here's has, special but... rules to make our game work with two is one of the mm. stickiest things people can do. It should be a law <clears throat> that you have to write that on the box. It should Not have like an really. asterisk underneath it that says two-player possible with additional yes. rules. Absolutely. And it shouldn't even be listed in the little box on the side where it says this to this many players. Exactly. You know? It should have an asterisk underneath the box that says two-player mode available with with, with additional rules. rules. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's our five for five list. Uh, we'll talk a lot more about those games if you're interested in those. In upcoming of course, episodes. You know, tune back in to listen to that. Uh, but now we have some piqued interest about some games that are coming coming up pretty soon. I think sooner than later, right? Maybe. Whew. Wow. Would you look at that? Magnificent. Here are some peaked interests. All right, Nicole, tell me about these games. What are you what are you thinking? Well, the first one I wanted to talk about that I, I just recently discovered that it was even gonna be a thing is uh, Seven Wonders Duel. Now, Seven Wonders we just mentioned a second ago. Yeah, we mentioned it because it's similar to Among the Stars. Mm-hmm. And it's also part of that infamous three-player game that they say can be two-player. It says two players on the yeah. box, but it's so sucky as a two-player game. Well, and we just played this as part of our marathon day. Oh, God, that was fun. That was like the last game we played. Yeah, and it was a great time. I was so glad to get that to the table with, yeah. you know, the appropriate amount of players. And this is, once again, this is a card drafting game. And that means that everybody starts with a hand of, like, let's say seven cards. They pick one, they pass the six cards to the player on their left and it goes like around the table like that and reverses twice so you go back the same way when on the last round in the middle round you go the opposite way so it's like clockwise counterclockwise clockwise yes we I did that. okay well anyway <laughs> but my point being that yeah. is one of those games that I've, i we played the two-player version of the game and it made me really want to play it with the appropriate appropriate amount of players mm-hmm. Um, but this one is How many did we Seven play Wonders with that Duel. Day? That was six. We played with six players. We which were was one fine. shy of max. Yeah. And I didn't feel like it bogged down at all. I, I'm just I'm all over you. Go ahead. You're all over me. <laughs> Shut up, Fred. My point of this whole conversation oh. is it's a two player game. Really? Yes. So this is them like actually saying, look, we're sorry about the two player. Is this an apology? Should I, I hope so. Seven Wonders apologies. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> Anyhow, that's my point. Now you can talk about it. Talk away. Well, I mean, I don't know how this is going to change. You're dueling. What does a duel mean? I mean, obviously, this is a civilization. I have civilization. no idea. This is what I'm excited well, this about, This is a though. civilization building game. I think well, the little bit of description that I, I saw online was that uh, it's still going to have drafting, but it's going to be from like a tableau in front of you instead of passing cards back and forth kind so of thing. So more like Ascension or something like that? I don't know. Or, or uh, whatchamacallit? I never Star Worlds or whatever it is. Star Realms? Star Realms. There you go. <laughs> That'd be fun. I like that game too. I'm saying maybe it's like that where you put a line of cards out in the middle and you're yeah, drafting you're, from that line of but cards. But you're not drafting. You're buying. 
Kind of. That makes it more Maybe of a dominion. Maybe you draw a card automatically every turn. Maybe. Well, we I don't, don't know. know. Here's what I know. I'm excited about it. Well, I mean, I'm wondering how the Seven Wonders part ties in. I mean, is it just... Theme! Are they just, like, throwing, like, the, the, the license name on it just to kind of sell another game? I don't know. I bet this was a game before Seven Wonders was around or whatever, before Seven Wonders got attached to it. Well, you're just full of conspiracy theories, aren't you? I just, I'm just saying this. This may be a how do we sell Seven Wonders to people who have purchased Seven Wonders? To people who want to play it two player. It's got to be a civilization building game. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But how is that a duel? I don't know. Maybe it's in the Colosseum, or maybe you're. But that'd be like that other game. What was that game? Maybe you play mages building a civilization. <laughs> I, I hope that's not what it is. No, what I hope was it's that, better than that. What was that one game we played with the with the duel, with the betting on the people and the... Oh, that's Colossal Arena. There you go. That's a great game, too. It's probably too, not like that at all. I'm not talking about that right now. <laughs> Anyhow, well, it's not coming out until October, so maybe it'll be a Christmas present for me. October. Hmm. They actually have a release date of October already. It just says October. It doesn't give a date. It just says October. Huh. So, it'll be pushed back 12 times. That means Essen, probably. Maybe. Well, it could mean Gen Con debut Gen October. Gen Con is in August. Yeah. No, Gen Con's like in July this year, isn't it? I think it might be. <clears throat> but, like, let's just call it, it's probably going to be a Gen Con debut. Could be. Official retail release in October. I don't know. It just said October. Oh, man, cool. That's all I know. I, didn't look, I didn't look up a whole, we are not a news podcast, so I'm just interested. It piqued my interest. Um, and then also, now here I have to get mean, not mean, but I'm going to scold a couple people. Like, yeah. I'm really looking forward to Pandemic to pandemic Legacy. Yeah. And, and what pe- happened? People are showing spoilers on Twitter, and I don't want to see the spoilers. I saw I have quite to, a like, few spoilers go by. Yeah, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to know anything. I just want to experience it. I don't. Don't rub it in my face because yeah, you're special and I don't have in, it. In case, in case the listeners haven't haven't seen what a legacy game is, this legacy title is is it spawned from a game called Risk Legacy, which was the traditional old game of Risk. Yeah. With this sort of like uh, this this sort of mechanism that where you would achieve goals and then you would open these secret things that would then evolve your game. Like modify it in ways like like you know putting stickers, adding rules, on and or adding rules changing and... the game board, etc. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of like little secret surprises that would be something like the first time. Oh, don't don't tell. Well, it'll be. I'm just saying. Like it, it would say like the first time you destroy thirty or you you spawn thirty units in one turn, you can open this box. Yeah. Okay. Is what it would say. And that's cool. Don't spoil it. Don't. I hate spoilers, man. It's just, I don't even watch trailers for the most part. If it's a movie I know I want to see, I will not watch a trailer. Because why? Why spoil it for myself in advance? Kind of. I'm going to give them my money. Most of the time they throw the best moments in the the trailers. Exactly. And jokes too, especially. My goodness. How many many shows have been... Completely not funny wrong. at all when they had one funny joke. I know, so I don't. I don't like to listen to the spoilers. I don't want to look at the spoilers. I just. Well, and I really want to play. What's interesting about this game is because Risk Legacy, we've played the whole the whole thing. It is a fifteen game tournament. You write. You sign. I'm committed to play fifteen games. That's a spoiler. It's, you open the box <laughs> and it says it. That's not a spoiler. Anyways, the 
this this game you you, know, you play this 15 times and at the end of the 15 turns or whatever something cool happens but here's here's the thing that's a competitive game you oh, play yeah. directly against each other and and not even i mean i mean at the end of 15 games you're not exactly thrilled with each other but whatever <laughs> but you 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 do have an experience and you have a unique thing in front of you but uh pandemic's cooperative yeah which makes it really interesting to see where they go with it you, you know, know the funniest thing about Risk Legacy, though? What? I never played Risk as a kid. Yeah. So I didn't realize how the game worked. Yeah. And so I bought that for you for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then realized it's a three-player game, so we had to have a third person for our Valentine's game. Yep. It was kind of awkward. I know, but that's okay. But it's... Matt gloms on anyway, so. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but so it, they're, they're applying it, though, to a cooperative game, which makes it a lot more interesting to me. I think I think it'll be yeah. really cool. And it'll be fun. It, it'll be fun not to hate each other after every game. Because after Risk, it it was never very you cheery. You hated me. You hated me, too. And Only so did Matt. Only because you won. I, but that's the thing. I won a bunch of games up front, and then I lost a bunch of games. And then I squeaked out a couple wins at the end to take the title. But I was like primed to take it and then just went into a slump of tag team getting just destroyed by Matt and Nicole. Yeah, well. <laughs> right? It happens. Yep. But this will be really interesting to actually go through this together. And I think, you know, already I'm kind of like, I kind of relax whenever I play cooperative games because I don't feel like, it, you know, I don't want to ruin the fun by being too competitive about it. Yeah. This may put my competitive edge back on it. I think I, I think it's going to be one of those games. And Pandemic already is a game where people quarterback a lot. You know, try yes. try to control the play of the game. Yeah. And I'm afraid that might surface in this game because it's it's this legacy type thing where good things or bad things are sticking on the the map of the world during the course of the game. That there may be, I'm going to have to just bite my tongue so bad because I'm going to want a quarterback. Here's another weird observation. What? Never quite understood why quarterbacking is the term chosen to use for taking over the game. Because they determine the entire plays. I know. I well, I would well, I wouldn't know that because I don't watch football. I'm not. Oh. <laughs> I don't watch sports, so it's just funny to me. Well, that professional even in football games... players will like have their little headset on and they get calls, and then I mean non-professionals, they can actually look over to the sidelines and see like little signals and stuff that tell them what play they're supposed to run. Their coach is still running the plays, but quarterbacks can change the play midway through and just say, "Nope, we're doing this instead." Really? Yes. They control oh. the on-field plays, and the coach on the sideline can, you know, completely be ignored by them if they want to. Well, can the quarterback get fired, then, for not paying attention to the boss? Well, I don't know. It depends on if the coach can sub in and run just as fast and throw just as well. So probably not? Probably not. Not for less, like, in the big leagues, not for... So is it just the coach would get fired because he can't control his quarterback? I doubt that. He gets fired because the team didn't win. Oh, Okay. Sometimes ridiculously so. So he can just keep his job as long as he has the right quarterback, even though he sucks? As long as his team wins. If the team keeps winning, oh, even yeah. though he sucks? Sure. Weird. What? Sorry. Okay, didn't mean to go off football. I know. Well, anyways. I don't know these things. Sometimes they're interesting. That was one of the few times. I probably won't ask again anytime soon. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. I'm really interested in that. And, of course, they announced this game, like, in the, you know... Like a year and a half, two years ago. So, I mean, obviously, oh, I know. It, it's coming out this year. I think it's a Gen Con release. It and that says October again. Well, that means Gen Con it debuts. It comes in in October because it has to be out for Christmas season. 
Well, uh, this week we played a game about a historic line of movies, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's find out what about that. All these games have been Seven Mondays on We played a game like this. What about that? Oh, I still like that new jingle. Uh, <laughs> we This week we played the legendary license of games it's like a it's like a mechanic system called legendary i guess now by upper deck and uh upper deck is traditionally known for baseball cards right and here they are uh throwing in their their hat into the board gaming arena and they already have with legacy marvel marvel uh or sorry legendary legendary sorry, I, I said legacy you guys I know you, it's because just, I, it's because you pandemic. Put pandemic legacy on I, we're not going to talk about it anymore unbelievable Legendary. Legendary is the legend. Uh, wait for it. Anyhow, continue. Dairy. The uh, uh, they they've made this mechanic system, this system of deck building that they're they calling legendary. They didn't make deck building, but they've like made their own like way of deck building and and sort of mechanics that go around it to play a game, and they're titling it legendary. Okay. Now, Marvel's been out, right? <clears throat> and you know we we have Marvel. Right, we have expansions. And we have expansions, and now we've we've just got this one. Now, this is the first one that they've come out. This you know the second license or the first one they've had that's come out under the Encounters title, which I I don't know if that means it's going to be a one shot. I don't know if that's been explained or what. But I, I mean, I hope they come out with more expansions for this. But I don't know if they're I don't going need to expansions or not. for this. I think it'd be interesting to have other other licenses. Yeah, and then they could just kind of modify the game slightly, like they did with this. Yeah. I mean, like, what? What do you think you would like to see, though? I I, I don't know if I well. I, I mean, it wouldn't be necessarily my first choice, but I bet it'd be a lot of fun to play. But I was thinking James Bond. Really? Because there'd be all these different villains. I, I got to say, there's there's definitely a uh, a a lack of spy games, or at least solid ones. Yeah. People will say it. it's like once again they throw the the they'll throw on the the theme, but it doesn't seem to really stick. Yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. They got a lot of, a lot of movies to go through, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of books. Yeah. I think that one would work. I want Lego version of that too. <laughs> Consoles. But anyways, uh, yeah, you know, I think that, that would be a good one. Um. Or Doctor Who, but I don't know. Uh, There's a lot of different villains that Here's he something I can say too. about Doctor Who is that it seems like for some reason oh, everyone's God, voracious one... about it. So it would, yeah. it would be a hot selling title, but... I don't know about acquiring the well, license. All of your good guys could be all the different doctors and all the bad guys. You know, I mean, it's it it it's begging for this kind of game. I think I think that would actually make it work because everybody wants a good Doctor Who game. Yeah. Instead of Doctor Who, I Yahtzee think the Doctor and... Who might might be better with the the legendary Marvel kind of mechanics more so than the legendary encounters stuff that we have here in this game. Yeah. But, but we haven't talked about how the game actually works yet, so we'll get to that. I know. But this game, this is what's funny about this game, is that uh, we we actually played the game. We got it while on our way back from vacation. We just stopped by a game store. You know, our local game cafe is what it's called. It's over at Independence. And we just stopped by there and grabbed it and immediately no, just took it that. home. You did it on the way home from out of town at work. Did I? Uh-huh. Oh, you're right. I was excited. I was out of town. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was just... For some reason, I just kept thinking about it the whole time I was out of town. I went to Game Cafe, and I picked it up from Jonathan 
real good guy. Yeah. As you heard, nothing personal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I picked it up from him and uh, brought it back here and we played it. And I mean, almost immediately, I was just dying to watch these movies. Now, oh, I've yeah. seen these movies. And I mean, I actually went out or I went online and got on Amazon and bought the Blu-ray uh, four features or whatever on, on Blu-ray immediately. Yeah. And did not do Alien versus <clears throat> Predator. Sorry. Now forget that. Blah. Alien versus Predator. But the, <laughs> but here's what's cool is that, that you know, I, when I watch these games, I mean, you look at this license and you see this, this legendary sort of uh, villain in it and you think this is, this is going to be a horror film. Yeah. But I don't really think that the Alien movie, the first Alien movie plays out like a horror film. Mm-mm. The... It plays a lot more like a thriller or some sort of suspense. In fact, I, I went I went online and looked just to see how other people take it, and and there's people that rate it as you know in the top ten suspense movies of all time. Yeah. Or, or thriller movies, and I totally agree because this movie, the first like forty five minutes, nothing happens. Nothing. The first forty five minutes, it's forty five minutes before you know- they see an alien spaceship. I think it gets thrown into horror just because, like, having worked at a video store, oh. not all video stores have, like, a suspense thriller section. Yeah. So it would either be, like, horror or action. Mm-hmm. Well, if nothing happens for the first 45 minutes, guess what? It's not going to action. Yeah. It's not exactly drama, because drama is all stuff like, you know, Sophie's Choice and Tear Jerkers, Beaches. <clears throat> oh, I love Beaches. Now, we crammed... Now, just so you know, we crammed all of these movies in in one week. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. We did that. And I'm going to have to say that the first movie is so much better than the other movies. It is... It's ridiculous. The first one? Yes. Better than the second one? I completely believe so. The second one... Becomes like a weird action movie is kind of how it feels. The second one has like these almost comic book characters. Like Ripley becomes a superhero and not just a lady on the ship. You know, I don't think she really achieved that superhero status until that second movie. I think James Cameron took Aliens that was a suspense thriller and just made it into a summer blockbuster. I don't know. Because I don't, I don't think that, I think the character transforms a little bit at that point. And I really, I really enjoyed about the first one is it really felt like a bunch of just normal people going out and encountering something. And that's half the horror and half the suspense in the movie. Yeah. Then she shows up and she's been there, done that. And she's got a whole team of Marines. And we, it's just, I don't know. It's still fun. I mean, let's not let's let's be honest. It's still fun, and it's yeah. it's a nice popcorn movie. I do think she would have to experience a lot more of dealing with the aliens before she would be considered that much of an expert. You're probably right on that. Yeah, and if she saw more than one, she'd still be just running as fast as she could. Because seriously, how long did she deal with the aliens? Like maybe a week. <laughs> Can you imagine any job? You, it's like your first week on the job, and yeah, well, Bob here, he's an expert. He's dealt with this for. Pfft. At least a week. Yeah, how confident are you <laughs> after you fought one of them? Exactly. And then slept a long time and gone back and now there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, and you got to defeat them all. He just he just goes zero to 60 in, in, That's true. in zero seconds. Yeah. 
So I don't know. Well, there's got to be a little suspension of disbelief there, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, that's I'm just I'm just saying I, I'm starting to believe after watching these movies again. I compl- you know at before I watched them, I was like, oh yeah, I like Aliens way more than Alien. I have completely 180. I'm just saying, Alien is a much better movie than the rest of the movies in those ser- in that series. Much better. Hmm. I really like Alien. Aliens is a lot of fun. But, you know, it wasn't until Aliens that they made the Atari game. If you want me to put it in more of a nerd focus, I would say it's the difference between Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade. Last Crusade has a lot of pulp moments in it, and it's a lot of fun, and there's high action and stuff like that. But the mystique is really in that first movie. That sort of, like, mystery and this this discovery that, that, I don't know, it just doesn't quite exist as much. Okay, you know. so would you compare part three to the Crystal Skull, or would that be part four? Oh God, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even know what part four you're talking of. <laughs> I, I deny that there was ever a part four for which Indy or Alien for Indy. Oh yeah, that that doesn't exist. Crystal Skull was not good. There's I keep a... hearing they're going to make another one of those movies too. Oh, I, I just hope it doesn't have Shia LaBeouf. But anyhow, go back to the good <clears throat> movie. But anyways, yeah, I mean, and, and the only thing I, the last thing I want to say about this is that I, I just notice that the only genre that seems to be really keeping this sort of suspense pace alive, I mean, it, it, for the most part, the only people who really do it in modern times is like paranormal activity, like haunted movies. They yeah. seem to really, that, that's like the only way they can do it. Yeah, but that's definitely, I wouldn't consider that a suspense thriller. That's well, definitely I a mean, horror movie. And we're talking about this so late at night. Now I'm going to have trouble sleeping. Doggone it. I, hate I hope you have trouble sleeping. Great. Anyways, uh, well, that's enough talking about aliens. Let's get to the game we played this week. The following is a true recount of a board gaming session. It is not merely a conversation. It contains the actual sounds of components success and failure, and in-the-moment emotions from the incident itself. The archivists of this audio would like to remind the faint of heart that the people involved are not rules experts, did not design the game, and do not always play nice. No one was murdered in the playing of this game. Well, Legendary Encounters is a cooperative deck-building game for one to five players. Players must work against the game to complete three objectives. Individual players will suffer damage and may die during the game, but it only takes one survivor to complete the final objective and win the game for the human team. Before the first turn, each player will choose an avatar, shuffle shuffle their individual decks, and draw up to a hand size of six cards. Each player's turn will consist of four phases, hive, action, strike, and cleanup. During the Hive phase, one of the Hive cards will enter the complex, face down. This is important, and will prove to be challenging to those of us who have played many a game of the Marvel edition of Legendary, where cards enter play face up. If the first of the five rooms is available, it will go there. Otherwise, the cards will all shift down one room, making an open space in the first room. If all five rooms are already full, the card in the farthest room from the Hive deck will enter the combat zone. 
This will probably be a bad thing, but more about that later. During the action phase, you will play cards from your hand to either recruit, scan, or fight. Some of your cards produce recruit points, which will be used to recruit or buy cards from the headquarters. Others will produce attack points, which can be used to either scan or fight. To scan, you will flip over a face-down card that's in the complex and reveal it to be either an event, hazard, special card, or an enemy. To fight, you will kill enemies that have already been revealed. During the action phase, the other players may use any coordinate cards that they have to help you in your efforts and enhancing the cooperative nature of this game. Now here comes the really bad part, the strike phase. Remember those cards that entered the combat zone because all the other rooms were already full? Well, when it entered, it was automatically revealed. If it was anything other than an enemy, it's already been resolved at this point. If it was an enemy, it stayed in the combat zone, and now it's mad. You must draw one card from the strike deck for each enemy in the combat zone. And what's worse is that some of the enemies will strike more than once. If the accumulated power of the strike cards you've drawn ever equal or exceed that of your avatar's health, then your character is dead. You're out of the game. Go make a sandwich. Assuming you have survived to fight another round, we move on to the cleanup phase. Discard all cards you played this turn, as well as any unplayed cards from your hand, and draw back up to six. Play now moves clockwise. But wait, let's assume you didn't survive. Let's assume that you were killed by a chest burster. First, put down that sandwich. Next, choose a random alien avatar. Shuffle the alien player deck and get ready. Your goal is now to kill all the other players. <laughs> of course, this is an optional advanced rule, so we haven't tried it yet. But it sounds really awesome. Well, I gotta say, this game's pretty cool. Oh, I love this game. This is neat. Uh, <laughs> we we already we we played you know, legendary Marvel, and I and I think it's a pretty good game. Oh yeah, it was good. And this this is uh, this is this is pretty good. But let's just let's just see how it starts out for us. <laughs> let's just play through first. Here we go. All right, welcome to the game. You don't have to welcome anything. We're just playing a game. What are you I know. Doing? Who are you, though? Are you going to say who you, who you are? I am playing the synthetic avatar. Wait, you're not first. Brianna, who are you? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Wayland Utani Corp. <laughs> I am an entire corporation. Wow. That's awesome. This means you're the slimy person who's trying to collect the alien. Is what this means. <laughs> That's what, in every movie. I mean, let's be honest. You're the villain because... Every alien movie is basically just an anti-corporation thing. Because the entire story is just simply corporations don't care about humans. They care about money and they will try to monetize or militarize, you know, yeah. militize or whatever you do. Well, that's it. very fitting <laughs> militarize. I pretty much have all money in my hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. So, so what are you gonna you're do the villain. Uh, well, do you guys need to say what you are? Or are you, you going to Well, apparently Fred's skipping, so. Oh, okay. the villain? <laughs> what? Oh. Who are you playing? I'm a scout. Yeah, see? Fred. Tenderfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Fred, who are you? You don't like my scout joke, really? Tenderfoot? Scout Tenderfoot? I'm a synthetic. Okay. Matt? I'm a gunner. I said this sounds like a dog's name. By the way, the synthetics <laughs> the synthetics represent the, the corporation as well, so they're usually evil in the movies as well. They're right. the guys who have some sort of motivation. Like in the first movie, it was like, oh, this other organism is more perfect than you, and I want to keep it. So I don't care about humans anymore. 
So if anybody's not seen the movies, we're gonna like ruin it for them. Spoiler alert! This is it's been had more than upon. enough time. <laughs> I'm just Look, saying. That's what that guy said about the crying game. What if I've gone and I was irritated? <laughs> what, what if I just input some false points about the movie that don't really exist? <laughs> the crying game. Like when the aliens attack attacked from the, the river of chocolate. <laughs> that was a good part. They got saved by Private Gloop. <laughs> Private Gloop, he saved. Private Augustus Gloop. Yes. <laughs> he saved the day. There's no Private Augustus Gloop in this well, game. Don't ruin it. I already said I don't like spoilers. Unfortunately, they didn't put that in there from the movie. <laughs> no, uh, you know this is this is one of these things that I that's really differentiates this from Marvel Legendary. You actually play your own character. Yeah. In Marvel, you play a team of heroes. Right. In this, you play, you know, medic guy, you play soldier Scout. guy, you all have your own special card that's in your deck and only your deck. You have your own number of hit points. And it, and it really does, it really helps you feel like you're playing a person rather than, oh, you have five Hulk cards and I have five Hulk cards. Who's playing the Hulk now? Well, it's a team effort. Ugh. <laughs> Awful. It does assist in the theme, that's for sure. Yeah. This is like the other legendary so that I first put... need to put no. out. That guy? That's it. But, but, face, but down face down. Into Boom. the ventilation shaft. Okay. Boom. Because we don't know what it is because Correct. the aliens are crafty. Correct. See, Brianna hit the nail on the head, didn't she? Yeah. This is this is part of that theme coming through we're talking about, where it's a little more realized. Yeah. Because in these movies, the aliens hide all the time. And so you can see that you know they're out there, but you don't know what's out there exactly. Right. That's that's so cool. I mean, whoever did that, great job. Absolutely. Because that's that's the one of the coolest parts of this game. Yeah. Right oh, yeah, we should see what our objective is. I'll read it, Nicole. Lean your button back. Let's see. <laughs> We are finding parts of the SOS, which I think is a crashed spaceship. Uh, it says, and, and our event cards, if they come up, are rough landing. The Whoever draws the event and the next player will draw a strike card, which are the wound cards. Bad. Yeah. So, not only is there like, in the, in the last one, there's an enemy deck and a hero deck. And in Marvel. In Marvel. Right. And as you're flipping stuff over, buried in the enemy deck amongst all the enemy groups that you've mixed together, you'll have two things. You'll have something called plot twists, which sort of like, or scheme twists is what they are. Not plot twists. Same difference. Twists and But shouts. that's because you have, you're fighting, in, in that game you set it up with, here's my enemy, here's what he's trying to accomplish. The right. enemy is the master villain and the the... Plot twists, or whatever you want to call them, you know, the scheme well, the, twists yeah. are, are what that villain's trying to do. Right. And when you pull one of those cards, it activates an effect off of either one of those places. Right. Um, and the master strike, uh, you know, activates the the main villain. The the plot the the uh, sorry, I keep saying plot scheme twists activate the scheme effect. Well, this one still has that, but it has it has also other things buried in there as well. Uh, from from like just just it's not just enemies obviously you still have events 
Mm-hmm. You've got uh, well, the events will be hazards. how you how you solve the objectives. Yeah, how you get to the objectives. You got events though. You got hazards. Mm-hmm. The you hazards got, are bad. Obviously, you got NPCs or non-player characters like good guys, allies. You know mm-hmm. stuff like that. You have objectives. All sorts of stuff is buried in this deck, and and you know that that's just. It just helps differentiate the game and, and, and sort of expand what that enemy deck can mean. It's not just enemies. There's a lot of what you're looking for. In there. I like the strikes, the, how they did that in this game, too. Because, like, in, in Marvel, if you got a strike against you, it yeah. just kind of went into your your. It was called a wound. And, and, yeah. And it was so just it was represented by a card. Yeah, so when you go to draw up your six cards, oh, crap, I got a wound. Great. And there's one card I don't get to do anything yeah. with. And it was just kind of to... You know, yeah, that's bring the your penalizing is I down. only get to use five cards. Instead yeah, of six. so the strength of your hand would not be as as strong. Yeah. But in this one, it's actually strikes against your avatar, so that it yeah. it's damage against your guy. Yeah, so your strikes do not go into it. On top of it, they're drawn randomly. Yeah. So you have no idea how many hit points of damage or what kind of damage, or you if got. there will be any at all, because there were some that that just didn't do anything, like they missed. Yeah. Which the aliens never seem to miss, so I don't know how those came in there. <laughs> Pretty cool. Nicole's turn. My turn. Nicole starts off by doing this match like face down. Oh, yeah. Because she'll forget that I every forget turn. I forget every time. <laughs> and also her arms aren't long enough to reach it. That's true. I have little arms. I've got little T-Rex arms. Um, <laughs> I got a t-shirt for Christmas from Misty. It's a, t- it's a T-Rex bent over. It says T-Rex doesn't do push-ups. <laughs> He's like balancing on his nose. That's pretty awesome. His arms are just dangling down. Here's the problem, is that our table's huge. It is. And, and you're not. I'm not. So... I mean, it's it's hard to get it's hard to reach across the table. Even I cannot reach. You can't just sit down and casually <laughs> reach across the table and touch the other side. I can at this table that we're sitting at. Well, this table's much smaller. But not our not our geek chic table. Well, no, because it's, it's huge. Yeah, it's massive for sure. But here we go. So wait a second. Two ladies in a row. You're not I'm attacking anything. Filling. It's no. It's up to us to save the day. I know. Girl team. Oh, oh, hard. Oh, I was, I was supposed to flip it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Fred ruined the game. Oh. <laughs> Did you flip it? Did you see it? I got it. You know, the only way to make this fair is I have to pay to scan it. Yeah, kind of. So I pay four attack to scan that. Hey, what is it going to be? That's oh. an, an event card. Okay, so this goes into discarded event card spot, and I draw a strike, and you draw a strike. So we both. I do too. Yep. Yep. What? Oh, mine was close call, no damage. Flesh wound. (laughs) (laughs) Just the flesh wound. (laughs) See, that's what I'm talking about, those random wound cards. So I got zero damage, and then I forced Matt to draw a card, and he got one. I know, which I think is just awesome because he got it because you actually looked at that card. It would have been a trick play. That's the importance of that face down. You have to play it face down. But, I mean, the, the face down is also important for the theme of the game. So for you to be the first one that screwed that up was awesome because it ruined the theme right there. It's like, oh, yeah, I can just see what's coming. Oh, God, I'm, I'm awful. Like, <laughs> it, and I'm not even kidding you. This is like the very start of this game. Oh, yeah, I'm, this I'm was already like screwed three up minutes in it. or something crazy. It's awful. I'll scan this one for three. Yes. Okay. Oh. 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 Is that the hard Hazards uh, happen three times during the game. In this case, we're at the Nostromo, which is a big non-commercial or commercial towing vehicle. Uh, 
If you want to know, you want to know what its registration number? Yeah, is? it's number one eight zero niner two four six zero niner. That's what it says. <laughs> Does it say niner? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hazard number one is brought something back. You have to add two hive cards to the complex, so these both Ooh. slide down. Oh, this goes away. This goes over there to that discard, okay. and you add two more cards to the hazard. Don't flip them. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Okay, I still got three. See, that's. uh, I try and remind people and be all nice, and what happens? Bite my head off. I think the hazard card is pretty much just like the master strike. Probably, maybe. Because that's the one that happens three times in a game. Right. And and remember, the scheme twists would happen like eight or nine times, you know, or something like that, or varied. They would tell you how many. If you get all the master strikes, don't you lose the game in the other one? I don't think so. Because you don't lose the game in this one. No, he just does bad things. I don't remember. It's been a long time since we played Marvel. We need to play that one again. Yeah. Because we got another expansion for it. We got the Guardians of the Galaxy expansion. Oh, yeah. Have not played it yet. I don't know. Not yet. Eventually. Put cards down because she won't do it at the top of her turn. Go T Rex. Because I will forget. Is it T Rex noise? No. It's not very ferocious at all. It's her T Rex. Just telling you, the way Matt handles how, how he handles making fun of you, this is going to be a thing. I know. I mean, you are T-Rex. I know. He's going to end up getting me a t-shirt for my birthday. Yep. Mean. All you have to do is just do a push-up in front of him to prove it. I can't that, do a you're push-up. not a T-Rex. <laughs> you can't do a push-up. Maybe a little tiny girl push-up. <laughs> Ridiculous. Maybe not. And I also get to scan any room, so I will scan. Which attack do I have here? What a scan! I'm gonna scan that four there. The ventilation shafts. Yes. What is it? Oh, it's a piece of the part of the SOS objective one goal. Reveal this. You move it to operations. Once you've found both parts, you complete the mission. So we found part of it. Wow. See, that's that's so cool. I'm telling you. There, yeah. There's a, there's an objective piece, and you scanned it, which it is another exciting. thing we didn't really talk about. I guess you talked about it in the rules. But I talked you, about it in the rules. You do you you use your combat in two different ways in this game. You use about use it to either fight aliens or just to scan those positions face down that cards. aliens could be in. Yeah, yeah, because those face down cards they may be aliens, they may be objectives, they yeah. may be, and a they cat. even mix it up on you. Sometimes it's like an ally. If the ally makes it all the way through all the rooms, they're dead when they come out the other side. But if you find them before they come out into the combat zone, they live. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... I don't know. There's it's, just, it just adds a really great element to this game. For sure. This is like the other legendary so that I first put, need to put no. a bad guy. That's it. But face down. Face down. Into the ventilation shaft. Okay. Boom. Because we don't know what it is because the aliens are crafty. Correct. Okay. (laughs) Well, uh, I mean. Didn't you already play that clip? I don't know. Did I play that clip? Yes, you played a clip the second time. That was like from the first page. Which one did you play? I played the wrong clip. (laughs) You played the wrong clip. (laughs) Are we going to edit this out, or are we just going to go with it? We're going to go with this. Okay. Just so you know, my finger <laughs> fudged that button. Here's the real clip. All right. How much is my turn? Three. 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 Four. No, Fred, no. Oh, I did it again. I'm such an <laughs> idiot. Why are you guys <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You guys are supposed to watch me. <laughs> I can't believe this. You were saying how I can't believe it. Don't squeak at me. No. <laughs> 
I think it's completely against my programming to actually draw a card and not flip it over. I think so too. I mean, it's it's so easy, and at this point, I'm I flipped twice. That's oh yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but man, it just, it helps the game if you don't. So we're so, not going to let you play well, I mean, that here's, part. Here's anymore. the good news: is that both times I've flipped so far. I was able to rectify that by spending enough combat to scan that card so that it wouldn't break, you know, the information. It doesn't break game. the game, but it <clears> certainly <throat> it, limits your... It ruins your... my turn, for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then the person after you, and... <laughs> oh, well. So, Matt, oh, on your turn, the one in the airlock gets flipped and goes into the combat zone, which oh, is a problem. it's an egg, oh. and it just says, it's just still, once again, it moves into there, but it doesn't actually do anything. It just sits and waits until an event card's drawn. Which could be a problem, so don't don't flip it. So, Look. so we want to, so we can kill that? We of need course. to kill it, We yeah. need to kill it, okay. All right. <clears throat> so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to not kill it. Okay, sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a plan. So I have six dollars. Oh, get that ripple or the one that has the three with the coordinate. That one's awesome. Don't so don't, don't tell him what to do. I'm trying to read the fine print. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me. Tell him. Telling people what to do. And you sit over there and stink right, about what to okay. do. Okay, I don't. So stink. then. <laughs> I don't know why you said I stink. <laughs> Have I ever been stinky? Well, you're being kind of stinky right then. Oh, jeez, that's sassy, not stinky. There's oh, a difference. Well, you know what? That's a, there's a fine line between sassy and stinky, <laughs> isn't there? But no, we we do try not to quarterback. Obviously, you know, and especially in a cooperative game like this, we we constantly herald it. But at the same time, if someone's just about to do something stupid, are you going to let them? I mean, we will we will help somebody to be aware of the decisions that they can make. Yeah. But I don't want to push him any one direction because it's Unfortunately, really... in that clip, I did actually tell Matt, oh, you should get this. And you're like, don't tell him what to do. Yeah. Well, you try and take over. I don't try to take over. <laughs> you do. Reveal. Attach to the airlock. While this room is clear, pay $3 to move in it. What? 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 Oh, you dropped it. Okay, when you reveal it, you attach it to the airlock. Well, we have to wait until the room is actually clear. And it's not going to be clear because this is going to move to it. Right. right. And then once it is, we can spend $3 to move an enemy to this room. What so what say? is our... Why are we doing the airlock? This shouldn't be on this, this high. This is bad. Did you screw it up? I don't think so. I think I, this for some reason this is in the wrong deck. Are you serious? I'm not kidding you. That's that's part of the bottom ones. Uh oh. I'm just gonna. This, I'm not gonna really ruin anything, but I gotta do this right. Oh my goodness! <laughs> how many different times are you gonna ruin this game? Oh my god! I, I how did objective it three just stay pop there? up? No, it can't. <clears throat> it's not supposed to pop up till the third deck. Well, what are you doing now? Ruining the game. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, the game's already kind of sort of ruined. Don't kind of sort of me. But something else is supposed to be there. I don't know. We'll put something else there right now. Here. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> no. Let's see, when the oh podcast goes one. to video, that's going to be really good. Okay. You know, I think everybody drops cards every once in a while. I've never dropped a card. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> but that's what happened at the end of that clip as I was shuffling the cards back up. But here's the thing. This, I, I mean, I have to bring this to the service right now. 
This is probably one of the hardest games to organize if you don't take my advice right now. At the bottom of every, you know, well, you know, <laughs> drawn card is a tiny little marking at the bottom in small print that says what deck that card goes with. You get, there's probably like 500 cards in this box. Okay. And there is almost zero organization to these cards at all. So you have to look at the fine print and get all of those organized. Now, what happened in this case was uh, I had accidentally shuffled one of the wrong cards into the decks. Because you, you start with three objective decks. It's like, you know, the easy deck, the medium difficulty deck, and the hard deck. And you shuffle them all together and you place them in, in that order. Hard deck on the bottom, medium deck in the middle, and easy deck on top. And you also shuffle in some of these things called drone cards, which of course further, you know, makes makes this game more random. Right. <clears throat> but in this case, what happened was, is I had had one of the other cards accidentally got mixed into one of the other decks. So basically what happened was a hard card showed up in the easy deck. Well, didn't you say that some of them, they'll have the same artwork too? But even, do. even with the same artwork, it'll be in two different Correct. decks. Don't pay attention to the artwork right. at all. You read that little fine print at the bottom or you will mess the whole thing up. If you try to just put like cards together, you're going to mess it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just letting you know. That's Fred's tip for this episode. <laughs> so, unfortunately, I only have two hit points right now. So I can reveal this, okay? Which kind of What is no! this? It's an event. It's an event. Great. Okay, so what <laughs> happens, Brianna? Where well, you're gonna end up dying, right? Oh yeah. That. Both those explode. Oh crap. And become face huggers on you from there. So both of these get killed. This alien does not move. You kill this alien and put a face hugger from the hatchery in front of you. So since so you you've get done two of them, you get two of those those face These? hunters. Yes. Yeah. And if they're not dead by the end of Nicole's turn, you get a chest burster. Yeah. Awesome. He's going okay, to the dead so... end. Right so... Nicole's turn. That's yes. going to be a problem. Wow. I don't have any coordinate cards or anything. Right you know, here's the good thing: you're an entire corporation, so you're like a lot of people. Kind do you have any so... attack right now, or do you use it all? I on had scanning? no. I, yeah. Well, yeah. I used it all on scanning. Because all I had was two. Oh, my gosh. Can you bribe them? <laughs> oh There's this guy this is bad. Does anybody have a coordinate? No. We're too early in the game. <sighs> we're going to start this game over. Well, and technically, <laughs> I didn't do my turn. I don't want Brianna to sit out the whole game. What do you mean you didn't do your turn? Huh? What do you mean you didn't do your turn? Well, no, I didn't do it right. I should have had the card. No, never mind. Yeah, I did. Sorry. What? What? I have this. My little guy allows me to put a card that I purchase on top of my deck, but I. Right. Yeah. Oh that's fine. Yeah. Okay. There's no way to get a chest burster out of your deck either that I can tell. So. Okay. So Brian right. is just about to. But. Okay. <laughs> yes. We, we can get this. I mean, all like, I can. The only out. thing I can do is kill one of them. <clears> I can't <throat> kill. But it has to be by the end of my turn. By the end of the next turn, they have to be dead or else they lay. I thought it was like, like the next, next round. round. Like, it worse. says next turn on the... Read your card. You've got them. Yeah. It says next turn. Put this in front of you. Any player can fight it on their turn. If it is still alive at the end 
of the next turn kill it yes. and gain it specifies chest. in the book the end of the next player's turn but it also says but any thought, player can fight it. does that mean we can fight it now on if their turn's next they can do it you fight on your turn we can use That's coordinate cards yeah if you had coordinate you're cards, just trying to struggle out of it she's she's gonna get a chest burster and she's gonna die i love you <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I, this is what's this is one of these things where the game separates from the movie. I don't think they could actually. Well, once it attached, there was no way to fight it. You could fight it beforehand, but they. That thing was just vile. The face hugger. Well, know? yeah. I mean, you weren't going to get it off. You weren't going to recover. Yeah, because it had acidic blood. If you tried to like puncture it at all, you'd just burn your face Again, off. Again, spoilers. No. <laughs> it would gra- it grabbed you so hard it would rip your face yeah, off. Yeah, but I mean I think they wanted to try and give you a, a fighting chance in this game. I guess. You know. I mean there's supposed to be a way to actually survive the game. That already makes it different than the movie. <laughs> Maybe there is. But things get pretty grim and this is this is one of these cool uh, thematic things again. Uh-huh. This face hugger is is an alien in the in the movie that grabs hold of someone's head and it implants an egg inside their body via their mouth it shoves a tube down their mouth keeps them alive and makes them a living vessel or host to this parasitic creature right. or this egg and uh in order to like make this into the game once this thing goes on you and you if it's not dead by the end of the next player's turn which the next player already has their hand of cards and can go eh sorry you know yeah <clears throat> once it gets to the end of that next player's turn you get rid of the face hugger and you switch it out with what's called a chest burster right which then gets mixed into the deck and you're randomly drawing your cards your shuffled cards out and when you draw that out you're dead right and that's just how it is so right. let's, let's see how this turns out this is reset all right so, is Brianna still first? Or? She is first, but she's also... I feel also... like I did a terrible job. Well, well, you're first this time because you died first last time. she hasn't shuffled. <laughs> That's right. Brianna died that fast. She was already dead. Well, she was going to die, so we just decided to quit the game. It was so We early. didn't even give her the chest burster because we, you had already screwed one up. And... Well, on top of that, we weren't even through the first objective. No, because you screwed it up. The shuffling. I only screwed up one card. You say it was one card, but we didn't believe you. So we decided that since she was dead, or well, going to die, we just went ahead and restarted. This, yeah, it was just because we didn't want her to have to sit out the rest of the game. Well, we could have played the advanced rules and made her an alien. But oh, that would have been great. No, that would have been awful. But What is considered to be the power station? The power station. Oh, it says power station. Oh, there, that would be clear. This All right, one, then. This one right here. One labeled, <laughs> labeled power station. <laughs> The one that plays that song. What was that song? No. I'll take this. Built this city. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that one? Okay. This gets to go on. It could have been deck. Okay. What was the song again? Nicole? I can't sing it because then we'll have to pay somebody. Okay. It was this song called "Some Like It Hot." Right. And if you listen to the movie Va- uh, European Vacation, Rusty's listening to it on the plane. It's Rusty's jam. It is. Hey, but this is this is something I didn't know about Power Station. This was like a supergroup between Duran Duran and Robert Palmer. Yeah. And later on, there was a controversy about it 
where they claimed that Robert Palmer went solo with the sound that they developed in Power Station. Robert Palmer, of course, retorted, look, I had that sound before Power Station. Is that when he did the song with the chicks dancing? I think so. Simply Irresistible. Oh, was that what that was? Yeah. I thought it was something else. No, it was something else. He had something else with them. He had, if you watch the Simply Irresistible. He had those goofy chicks again? Goofy? They all had like slicky <laughs> back hair and... I like my girls greasy. Ugh. What? <laughs> so I get to draw a card. Oh no, I got to do out. the thingy. Don't flip yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. There flip you go. It. Yeah. Okay. Um, but hey, I've got my scout, so we are going to flip it. Hey! This Look one? Look good. Yep, flip that one. What's it oh. say? I can't read that for It away. says Ash. Ash. He's an oh. enemy synthetic. Ash can't be killed unless another player coordinated attack oh. with you this turn. I can do that because I, I just took one that I was able to put on yeah, top of my but deck. But he takes eight to die, and I have two. I have two. You have six? <laughs> wait, okay. if, I, if I have a coordinate card, does that mean it's that I can coordinate? Wait, wait, oh, no. wait, <laughs> wait, oh my god. <laughs> Well, did you break I, it I've again? put the top deck on the top, or the bottom deck on the top on accident. Oh my god, we'll take this one too then. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> oh, Fred, you're being silly. <laughs> Ruining this whole game. Hold on, this won't take that long to reset. I think it's super fun because oh. we get to watch Fred screw up, and that doesn't happen very I know. Oh, it's usually I'm having me. a glorious time. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. See, this there is what it, what it feels to feel normal, Fred. What? <laughs> you screw up and, and this is life. I screw up all the time. You do not. What are you talking about? Guys, I can't believe this. I do screw up all the it time. It did seem a little strong to come out in the first round. Oh my god, he's so tough. Yeah, I mean, how many times can I screw up this game in one night? I know. And it's ironic that this is the first time you've like played like the wrong clip. <laughs> so we're just seeing Fred at his finest. Well, and this is one of these comments that just sticks with me, you know? Well, now well, you're just self-conscious, I think. Maybe really self-conscious. I think that, so. that maybe, maybe I come off as like uptight or perfection-y or whatever. You actually don't come off that way. It's just <laughs> we know that you're going to, when you do something, it turns out good. If you bake something, it's better than anything I've ever baked. If you fix something, it totally works. If it's bizarre, I, I, you're just lucky or bizarre. Or, I don't know, talented. <laughs> Whatever. I don't buy any of it. <laughs> and again, I only have two dollars. Where is all of my money gone? I don't understand. What's Where are all the calculators and blow? <laughs> <laughs> you know me well, Fred. <laughs> okay, then. You had $2? Or right? $4 doesn't do you any good. Never mind. Because I've got to coordinate. But i got to coordinate. Can we both coordinate? Yes. So she gets, she can have yes. $6? Yes. But then, but then they don't get to use that on Correct. their turn? But we get a new car. We get a new car. And it gets a high value card. Yes, you can coordinate the Yeah, we should do that. Do you want to use your coordinate? Sure. Okay, let's both coordinate. So I can get a nine up there. I know. So, no, it's worth both $2. So she could have $6. Yeah. So these are... So she can draw nine. That's the exact same card. Okay. 
and draw another card to replace your coordinate. Your coordinate's going basically to your discard pile. Yeah. Oh, you get you get to draw another one after you yeah, use it? Yeah, so it's like an encouragement to go ahead and use it. You still get something that's for wonderful. it. Oh, I screwed that up last time. Okay. See, that's one of the coolest things in this game, too. That's another absolute upgrade. Oh, yeah. You You get to actually directly help someone. Right. Like, I'm going to have this card that's going to give you more attack or more money or something like that. It's right. not like in Legendary, every, in, like Marvel, everything's sort of like indirect. So you're like, oh, I play this. And as long as I have this symbol, then you can draw a card, you know, or something like that. But it's. It, well, this one kind of has that as well. But then but you this have... one has these direct cards. Yeah, then you have the coordinate on top of that. Usually the price is a little more expensive for what you get out of it. Like if you use it, it'll be like, you know, if you were just to buy, like let's say for cost, you would get a five attack for the same price as a two attack coordinate two. So they kind of, they definitely understand that, that you're getting an extra effect that you can play on somebody else's turn. Now, obviously, there is a limitation to it. You can only use one coordinate card per player, per player, like, turn. Right. You know? So, <clears throat> it's not indefinite. You can't have, like, five coordinate cards in your hand and throw them all on one person's other, another person's turn. Right. But the fact that it gives you back your card after you use it, what else do you need? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it helps, again, with the theme and with the teamwork aspect and, and uh, making you feel like you're really all working together. Which I think is another reason why we didn't end up doing the advanced rules and having the alien against us. Definitely. Scan the floor, but I can't reach it. Big arms, get in there. Please. There you go. Um, <laughs> dang it, what is that? Big arms. Um, what is that? Meddlesome xenomorph? Yes. Death. Okay. You may scan any room. Did we actually slide one in without flipping it? Or did we just do that? I don't know. What'd you do? I think we just did that. So, actually, did we, we did we flip one in? So you, I don't know. You flipped this one in. That Good one should have. You scanned this one for Okay, free. I accidentally scanned that one. No, 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 no. Because then, then this would have come in. Yeah. So. Cause That's I should've... Nicole screwing up right Nicole there. screwed it up. Okay, it's fine. I got one. Leave me alone. <laughs> What's going I'm on? I'm telling you. Did you smell that? This Nicole's, Nicole's brain fart. Shut up. <laughs> that was supposed to be her, not me. <laughs> it's moved. <laughs> it's wafting through the air. Okay, well, I still can't do anything oh so I buy something for $4. And so I guess I'll buy this for $3. They suck. Oh my god. I don't even really know what I did there because I didn't flip a card. What did I do? I don't know. Oh, it was stinky. I'm apparently... I can't remember. What, I can't remember what you did. I don't finally, know. finally, it wasn't me making a mistake. That's I think all I scanned the wrong room me. or something. Anyway, oh, I didn't attack the right. Anyhow, go ahead. I don't know. Hilarious. Friggin' A, guys. I got you an event. Friggin' egg. Yeah. Friggin' egg. And you get to slide everything down. Still. And that egg so blows those, up in your face. Yeah, so those eggs go away. So this egg goes away? Yep. Uh -huh. And then you get a and face, get a hugger, face hugger. Okay, thankfully I can kill the dumb thing. I hope so. This time. Okay, so I already put one out. Yes. You I can flip it. Any. You're a good okay. girl. So, okay, I do think so it's funny I, to call it hugger I am if it's able... something like tender. 
I'm yeah. able to that kill happens. this egg hugger. Face hugger. Yeah. Face hugger. What, egg, egg hugger. See what you've done, Fred. <laughs> um, and then I still technically have two left, so I could turn this one over. Yes. See, not this time. Didn't die this time, did she? No. That's good, though. You know, I mean, most of the time, we'd already played three or four games of this, and it never had a chest burster even go into our deck. Well, no. So we were sort of shocked whenever whenever the first well, one ended like that. Well, especially that first game. <laughs> yeah. It was just so fast. And the face huggers are really easy to kill. Aren't they like a three attack or They're two attack? They're not very hard to kill. Like but somehow we just couldn't do it. We couldn't pull it off, so. Yeah. Ooh. So this goes down into there and everything else slides over. Girl T Rex. That meddlesome alien yeah. made it to Is that it? <laughs> was that the noise? No. no. Okay. Oh my god. T Rex is like um, it's 40 feet tall, Nicole. It doesn't go eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a camouflage. Is an actual dinosaur anymore? Dang they it. said it wasn't. How would you downgrade it? They said it wasn't. They said they screwed up the skeleton and it's like something different. I thought. Weird. Sort of like Pluto. So yeah. <laughs> Pluto's no longer a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still a Disney character, though, right? He is. Okay. He's, he's the one that doesn't have to wear pants. Right. No, it's Donald. <laughs> Pluto doesn't have to wear pants. Pluto wears pants? No, that's Goofy that wears pants. Goofy has a job and drives Pluto's a dog. I know. So is Goofy. Right. But Goofy, Goofy dates a cow. He does. Isn't that weird? Clarabelle, right? That's right. Yeah! <laughs> You know, for how high a quality Disney is, it's just pure chaos in their cartoon world that they're <laughs> bore from, you know? Why? Just because they have two different dogs and one's like can talk and one can't? Yeah. Isn't that weird that a I, dog has a pet dog? They look like similar breeds. Well, he doesn't guess, have a no, pet I dog. Guess, I guess, He's Mickey's I dog. I guess a mouse has a pet dog. Right. The mouse is the dog. That's but outrageous. Pluto and Goofy <laughs> look like the same breed. That's what's so strange. I know. I mean, they're probably not. Who knows? Here's something funny, though. What? I heard a, a, I heard a term that was really funny to me the other day. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this, is, this is for someone, they, someone walking around with no pants on and just a shirt on. They were calling it Porky Pig in it. <laughs> there was some guy on a radio station that used to be in town <laughs> that used to pork, go, go drive around in, a, in like a convertible Porky Pig in it. <laughs> with That's terrible. I know, right? And that's not Disney, that's Warner Brothers. Oh, well. <laughs> that's all, folks. I don't oh know. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Hey, guess what, guys? Guess what? What? Guess what? You ruined the game? No, I got part of the SOS. So, wait. List operations. Once you've found both parts of the SOS, discard them and complete the objective. Yay! Objective complete. We found the SOS. Yay! Here you go. We are now in the, uh, our new objective, by the way, is under, uh, is no one can hear you scream. We have to block the ventilation shaft. space. Okay? Right. They're not yeah. going to specifically tell you how to block the ventilation shafts, but there is some other objective card that's in there. That okay. So what do these go? Block them. <clears throat> they just get discarded. Okay. I'll put them And I only have a dollar, so that doesn't help me. And I can give you two more. She's so nice friend. to you. Yeah. <laughs> wait, no, wait. Let's be honest. The corporation would be glad to give you two. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you go ahead and do that? yourself killed. Okay, no, go ahead. Molly will, so then I will take the motion detector, and you get to draw another card. You took that dirty corporate money. And then that goes in here. And that's it, right? Oh, no, and then I have to take a strike because of the stupid camouflage xenomorph. Go T-Rex. Is it actually my turn now? Yes. Uh, you're getting closer. You're getting better. <laughs> and I, I'm like half dead, too, just so you guys know. Oh, Fred! Oh, oh, my gosh! I can't believe you flipped it! <laughs> Why aren't you guys watching me? Because I was talking about stuff. I don't have enough to do it either. <laughs> I can't cheat and do it. Can anybody coordinate with me so I can get... Uh, I do have two. You can coordinate with me? Yes. Okay, let's go ahead and do that so I can scan the fourth one. What is it? What is it? I don't know. It's an event card so I can keep us on task so the eggs blow up. Or wait, no, that's an event an hour down here. People are disappearing. The next player discards two random cards from their hand. Magnets. Random cards. Apologies. Ugh. My fault. Two turns in a row, we screwed me. Not two turns in a row, did I? Oh, yeah, I made you discard a card last turn. (laughs) <laughs> this is cooperative. I gotta tell you, I, I mean, from this <laughs> recording, I, 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 I'm this like game up. reaching a new level of suck. I know. <laughs> okay. really... But hey, everybody's having a good time. You can tell. Listen to their voices. I know they're so thrilled every time I screw up. <laughs> I got a, a face hugger, by the way. Why'd you get a face hugger? It's out of the strike deck. Oh my gosh. Okay, Matt. So if you don't kill this face hugger on your turn, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Wait, I don't think that I looked at mine. What? That I, my strike that I took. It's right there. Your flesh was. Oh yeah, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm going to die this turn as well. Yeah, you are. This is unbelievable. Oh my gosh. Fred's blowing it for everybody. This sort of as a coordinate. I have nothing but money. I don't. I used it. What's your hand? I don't have any coordinate cards. Okay. Then you're going to Dang die. it. What if I hadn't used it? <laughs> well, it was money. No, no I, I used, tech. yeah, I used oh. my attack one with him. Oh. <clears throat> well, that was his own fault. I have no coordinates. I'm, I'm dead. That sucks. That's what you get from looking at the card. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I got that because of your camouflage xenomorph. I yeah, know, I but killed him would, you would have killed him otherwise, so... I'm awful. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> this is doing, I'm doing so much worse than the four-player version yeah. of this. Isn't that weird? It, it, it does I, seem like it's harder, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. It does seem harder with four players. But not less fun, necessarily, though, either. No, it's still it's still fun, and you still have more opportunity for more coordinate cards to be in the game. True, but individually, you're all weaker. It's kind of how it seems to kind of tip. If you're playing, I bet if you play by yourself, you've just got like a massive deck by the end, but you still, you know, have just as many problems. Well, because you've got aliens coming, but you're only getting so many cards, and you've got the same amount of cards overall in play. Mm-hmm. Well, not really, though, because you've got those base cards. If you're not calling those out, then they're just making your deck weaker. So, yeah, individually, we need a mathematician to really, like, point out how this works. Oh, math's so boring. (laughs) (laughs) So, this is going to be released. Don't look at it. Oh, that was close. Um... Okay, so I can kill this one. I don't know one. what it is with me and flipping those cards. I can and see them I all face down. And then I still have three. Mm-hmm. So I can 
take a peek at one of these. Okay. You don't want to kill the guy who's camouflaged? Oh, crud. What's it? Well, she looked at it now. Yeah, you have to do yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really oh, look no, at it. Oh, no, it's too late. You know it's not an event, or it is an event, or you know exactly no, what time No, I don't. Do I know? really don't. Yeah, well, I think you do. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Are you guys saying that I have to do this now? I forgot that was down there. <laughs> I know, it's really hard to see it, did right? You take, like did you take your well. strike? Because, yeah, because yeah, you should have one, yeah, because that's so... I totally forgot that was still there, so are we saying that I... Have to look at this now. Didn't you look at it? No. Okay, put it back. I'll let you slide, but I'm going to still have a chest burster in my hand. No big deal. <laughs> we reset the game when you got a chest burster. Okay. <laughs> well, that's because you screwed everything else up. Shut up. Um, and then I have $3. <laughs> so this is the only thing. Now, I've just now really scrutinized the specialist card. He's looking at a hole in the floor that's melted alien blood. Oh, wow, yeah. And he's like, what is this? I'm going to scan yeah, it. To go on top and then I'm going to go this. buy something. Okay, so it's my turn. Yeah. Oh, okay. So well, that's going to go there. These are... Go T-Rex. Come on! <laughs> oh my god, what was that? Damn it, I just... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I flipped the card! I flipped the card! I can't afford Hold on a second. Can I point out that the two people who have never played this game haven't played this over yet? <laughs> Shut up, Matthew. <laughs> and we've played Legendary how many kajillion times? Kajillion. <laughs> okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Oh, oh my god. Man, you have funny. to pay scan to flip that I card can't. or else you're cheating. That is not fair, sir. I don't have it. But I'm flipping this one and it's an event, which is super sucky. So... <laughs> it sounded like the office. It did. Yeah. You have to get right, two random the cards. <laughs> we have a group text. Oh god. At, at my work. Yeah. And so someone will just say something as simple as, Hey, you're out of gas in the big truck, and everyone in my entire office gets this message that says <laughs> the truck's out of gas. Yeah. And this guy that w that was getting these messages today just sent that through and it said, "What my reaction to being on a group text. <laughs> that's what he just sent on the group text. That's pretty good. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> okay, Fred, you have to uh, discard two random cards. From what do hand. I care? I'm going to die in a second. Might as well keep just piling so it on. So that goes over there. <laughs> okay. And no. finally... There's more than one person who has flipped a card. And of course it had to be me. Well, Brianna did too at the top of that. She almost flipped it and swore that she hadn't seen it. Well. Like she flipped the card and didn't wasn't, look and flipped it back That's because like really she was quick. scanning though. That was different. That was because she was going to scan that card. And then we were like at the last second saying, well, you, were, you should go fight this other thing. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> look, we got two that flippers right there. Well, I know, but. That's the good news. The, the thing that we also learned on this game was it doesn't ma actually matter if you've played Marvel a lot, but if you're sitting on one side of the table, it's a natural 
feeling to flip that card. But if you're sitting on the other side of the table, it makes it easier to yeah, not flip it. Yeah, if you're flip pushing it. the card away from yourself... It's not so bad. It's not as bad as if, if you're, you're pulling, pulling it, it towards you. you. Yeah, you just... Flipping is an automatic motion. It's, it's so natural just to do it. Yeah. Here, hold on. I might be dying right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, a strike that can't be healed... At the start of your turn, discard this and kill a random character in your hand that costs one or more, and another flesh wound. So, okay. She yeah, tries like the it. lightest poof ones that she can get. Oh. I've dropped two cards and I'm at seven. Oh, Two's look, I got an ice cold. cream cone out of the strike deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's yummy. Don't flip it. You get sprinkles Don't flip on it. that ice cream. How many attacks do you have, Fred? Three. And you don't have any... Nope. Damn. See, I can I kill only... a camouflage alien. Okay. This guy's dead. Thank you. I have $3 to spend, and since it's not oh, refilled... I another thing. Well, just give me a second. <laughs> T-Rex. Little tiny arms. Uh, that's $6 <laughs> for crying out loud. <laughs> Did you get that hair roll out? <laughs> I guess I draw this one if you could refill that for me. I take three strike cards and most likely die. Here's so one. all of those are seven? You're still alive? Yes. Two. Good freaking still alive? heavenly stars. Yes. Three. Oh my god. So are awful. you still alive? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. I have nine damage of twelve. I'm a synthetic. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ugh. But here's the problem. I only have three cards left to draw in my draw pile, and I'm shuffling the chest burster into my deck right now. Oh, there it is. It just jumped out. It looks like I'm okay, pitching a tent so right in the middle of my chest. Can you kill that guy when he's revealed? <laughs> no. At the end of this turn, the alien... Yeah, it's just if he's in the, in the uh, other thing. He's yeah. in the combat zone so now, I can, so... I can coordinate with you so you can kill him. How many do you think? Or he's kill only, one of the big guys instead. You don't. You only have two. Out so two traumatically. Those are seven. <laughs> because they're in the combat zone. They get plus suck. three. Yeah, we that's why this. we are completely dead. We are so okay. screwed. None I'll of us have ever guy. gotten Game anywhere near seven. Game over. <laughs> well done. There needs to be a little sounder that you click on that whenever it's there. Bill Paxton's oh, second best gosh. role ever. <laughs> What's number one, Matt? What's Bill Paxton's best role um, other than aliens? You um, know what? You love it. Weird science. Shit. Yes. I thought you were going to say True Lies. No. Shit. <laughs> oh, true kidding. Lies is pretty awesome. True Lies is probably third best. It's pretty good. Near Dark okay. is third best. So you think you... So? I love Near Dark. Wow. I'm done. Have you gotten your lovely three? No. You're so crazy. You're at yeah. 7 of 11. Uh, seven no damage. Oh, Discard this card. Zero. What? That's one. Oh, you're at 10. If it's not a zero, oh, you're no. dead. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> and you dead? died. You have to draw another one. No, the next player also tries to strike. Oh, oh no. no. Seriously? Oh, yes. You're trying to just take me out with you. <laughs> You. The good news is I didn't get to use my cat at all. Here's the good news. You died before the guy with the chest burster. Game Freaking. over, man. Seriously? But wouldn't if he... he, he Wait, hold on. Died. Never mind. 
Are you Are you alive? dead? Oh my god. He's dead. Three, four, I'm five, still six, alive seven, with a with a living inside of me. My cat too. Yay. All right, well, so Matt Matt died. And you didn't. I know. Isn't that weird? It's really bizarre. Because, you know, I start kind of getting that negative attitude about the whole game, and somehow I'm not dead, and Matt dies. Like You do that a lot, same, though. Well, <laughs> especially when the writing's on the wall, and they're like, oh, by the way, if you draw the wrong card, you're dead. Yeah, but you hadn't even gotten to where the card was in, ready to be played. Yeah, so. I, put it, I put it in at the end of my turn. After I shuffled, I drew yeah. my cards, I shuffled that deck, and that was it. Yeah, but you've been I complaining exactly... about it for a while. <clears throat> well, thanks. Jeez. <laughs> Oh wait, you killed one of the aliens in the I did. combat did. zone? Yeah. I am I am trying to win this game. Alright. Right. <laughs> take two strikes. <laughs> yeah. You still have to take two strikes. Um, I no, I only have to take one because of the card that says that I can avoid taking a strike. So. Hey! Booyah. How much damage are you at? I'm dead! <laughs> <laughs> so am I like the old survivor right now? Oh my god. Well, still sort of living. Game Come over, on. man! <laughs> I'm a host right now. Yeah. Technically, I can't be attacked anymore. Isn't that supposed to be true? I can't look. Chestbursters, look at that. I think you can't be attacked. Which yeah, it goes. It would go to him. It goes to the next player, so Matthew gets oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, technically, I didn't take all these damage then. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't have. Put those in the deck or discard pile. Enemies won't strike right, you. I tried to cheat. Huh. I tried to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> But see, that yeah, means right, well, that I, I have wouldn't have drawn all these cards. I would have drawn different ones. Yep. So I technically Mine were worse. I to nope. I have to nope. <laughs> for that, and I have to. So I mean, this this is insane. <clears throat> yeah. Now Brianna's dead. Well, this is yet another theme thing from the movies. Because whenever someone becomes infected, the the aliens will pass right by them. Right. Because they're they're you know they've got young inside of them, so there's right. no reason to kill them. Well, they wouldn't want to. And so we realized that, yeah, I had the chest burster in it. We had tons of aliens in the combat zone. Yeah. There were like four aliens in the combat zone, and one of them had double strike. So we were taking like five cards out of the strike deck every turn. It was bad. So it was. It, that's why we we're like so bleak. Is honestly, we're just playing out the last turn just to kind of humor ourselves to see how bad it really was at the end. Well, I always want to try my hardest and... But then, you know, there's through. <laughs> there's Brianna dying right after Matt dies. Three dollars I can Don't spend. worry, this turn I got it. I got it. There's that. No problem. And then I take two strikes. How which you doing I'm over there? pretty sure is going to kill me. I so know. there's Three, one. one. Yeah. So I've... Three per minute. Eight, nine, ten. No, I'm dead. Oh, oh you got a whole other strike yeah. you can take. What Why is going on? The my entire Game team over, has man. died. Game over. My entire team has died, and I'm the host <laughs> to the alien. I know, so you're definitely Ripley. Hold on a second. This we guy comes out, this skittering alien, but he doesn't care. He loves me. Yeah. I'm the mother of his new child. <laughs> I'm not flipping that over. Yeah. All right. Let's see what's going on here. All right. First things first. I am a versatile programming. This is funny because I'm a synthetic and yet I'm a host. Doesn't matter. Just this draw, could be, draw this could your be death it. card. It's not it. Oh. It's not it. I'm still, okay. <laughs> still in this game. This is ridiculous. I should be dead. Yeah. I screwed up the game more than anybody and I've had the... Basically, the death card in my deck longer than anybody, and then yeah. you die. Yeah. 
ridiculous. Well, I do what I can for you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so I've got six dollars and three attack. <laughs> So you're going to take out that, uh, scary... I'm going to take out the power station. This one. Okay. And the reason being is because I have a card in here that says, when you draw a new hand at the end of your turn, if the power station's cleared, I draw an extra card. Ooh, Which is nice. possibly a chest you. burster. <laughs> so, now um, you, uh, take... No, you don't take any tricks. I'll take this one. Why not? And here we go. Mm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, but then you gotta fill in. Fill in what? You gotta do your Add next card. So now the power station gets filled in with a xenomorph, and then you don't flip that card. I haven't taken my next turn yet. This is your next turn. I'm at this turn still. I'm drawing my hand up. Oh, well. Because. Just first. I'm dead. Oh, you didn't yeah. say it whenever you died. Yes, yeah, I did. did. You just not paying attention you to me. You need to say it again then. No, no. that's the wrong place. No, the bill <laughs> No, I did it. Maybe I'll get it again. Yeah, I heard One it. One per turn. Yeah, I did it earlier. So that'd be two per turn. Hey, we all died. <laughs> so what do you say? say? What? You died. You gotta stay the one. Game over, man. Game over. And now, since See? everybody's dead, we need to collectively say Yeah, I think we've. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's awesome. The horse is dead. We're all dead. Yeah. Ugh. Now. Fail. That was rough. It won't take us long to reset this game if you yeah. want to try again. <laughs> and reset we did. Now, oh, absolutely. I, I, I did press record, but I forgot to activate the microphone whenever. Because I don't wear headphones while we record the game sessions. Obviously, right. I want it to be, you know, not as non-intrusive as possible. I didn't, I don't want, or intrusive. I don't want it, I don't want it, you know, people to realize the recording. I want them to cut loose and just sort of play a game with me. Right. And I have to actually, there's a button I have to actually press, you know, on my iPad to say record. So all in all, this game was a disaster for you, technically. <laughs> I, I was awful that night. <laughs> but, you know, and, and I, I don't know what we missed in the last one, obviously. I can't remember. There was some funny stuff and we apologize. But here's the thing. But... We didn't win that one either. No. We didn't win three, we played three times in one night. We didn't win one time. And I would have set up again. Absolutely. Just to give you guys an idea of just how much I like this game. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. <clears throat> this is, it's a stellar game. I love this game when it's on the table. Yeah. It's, it captures that movie. And, and to me, it really takes Legendary to the place where it needs to be. I like that there's, <clears throat> you can play through all the movies too. Yeah. So you're actually, you know, in this game, in this, we're playing the same scenario over and over and over again. We're playing Alien. Have we even the played the second movie. one, the next one? No, because the first game we played was a random setup of different objectives. Right. And then we, then we played the first movie by, three you times. know, just you and I. Then oh. we played the four of us three more times. And then you and I played it again the next day and lost again. But it's so fun. And I still... Still like this game that and much. And I still want to play it again. Even just listening to it and talking about it, I want to play it again. One of the things I think that makes this game work is the gradual buildup. Remember when I talked about suspense and the and gradual buildup you right. know, to a climax of action? This has that. And, yes. that's, and it's accomplished by giving you objective one cards, you know, or different objective one decks 
Then you have objective two decks and objective right. three decks. Now you can mix those decks however you want. And I think there's like three or four of each. I don't know. I didn't set up the game. <clears throat> I think there's like, I think there's four of each because they let you do, I think, all four movies. So that makes a world of difference in this because you're, you're meant to accomplish the first one. It's not meant to blow you out of the water. Why is it blowing us out of the water? No, 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 no. The first, the first objective. Oh, the objective. <laughs> the next objective is supposed to challenge you, but not, you know, still allow you to kind of squeak by. Right. The third one, I mean, you better have all your ducks in a row or you are not going to succeed. Right. In this one, in this one, you have to actually launch the alien out of the airlock at the end of it. And there's specific Spoiler. ways that you have to do it. I'm not <laughs> spoiling anything. It's exactly how it happens in the movie. But if people haven't seen the movie, then you spoiled it. Well, I will spoil it again, too, because they should have watched again, it by now. <laughs> well, I agree with that. But it doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, if you haven't seen Alien, go watch Alien. It's it's Yeah, go watch Alien right now. It's great. Go it's rent a, it. Yeah, it's an old movie. Big deal. It's still awesome. It's classic. Yeah, it's totally. And not a classic in that in that Citizen Kane kind of way where, oh, God, that movie's boring. That's right. It's more suspenseful and fun. Yeah. And but think this, about the special effects, too. This is, like, not computerized special effects. I yeah, always these think are all practical. Oh, I love that. I yeah. think that's... I, I miss that. I wish more movies would do stuff like that yeah. these days. Not to sound old. But just, I think it's interesting. I, I Woo, we've all seen computers. We know what they can do. Yeah. Okay. It's not impressive anymore. Practical effects always impress me just because I I know what it takes to, you know... Do something simple like make a quilt or something is like ridiculous, but making an entire costume for an entire group of aliens and then making their bodies and stuff too in in real life that's amazing, yeah, but this absolutely captures the essence of those movies, I think, yeah, absolutely this thing I feel like it's spot on and i and I know you know it's it's a bit graphic, I mean honestly there's it's, the it's pictures, all cartoon yeah. artwork, there's no movie artwork or no movie like stills or anything like that on these cards they're all comic book drawing but there's there's violence on them so well, be aware of that i mean this is this is a violent license this is about a, a creature that that you know feeds off you. people or lays eggs in people which violently erupt out of them right when they're born well the movies originally were are they rated r movies right absolutely that doesn't mean they're not the best movies they're, well, I didn't say that. I just said that... Uh, They're good. Well, and it says ages 17 plus on the box, so... Yeah, so take Be wary of I that, mean, yeah. This is this is violence. If you, if, you're, if you don't like gory imagery, or you don't like, you know, somewhat horrific-themed, you know, games, you probably don't want this. Right. This isn't this isn't a haunted house game. This is, this is a, uh, you know, sort of a horrific game. Yeah, you know. definitely. Uh, but here's the deal. I mean, what do you what do you give this? Oh, it's hands down a five. Yeah, I agree. I like this. This game is a five a out lot. of five. I, I, I'd get rid of Marvel before I'd get rid of this, and we've got like five expansions for that sucker. So I know, and I can't I can't imagine them. I mean, they would have to reinvent the whole rule book in order to. How many expansions out. are there for Marvel? <clears throat> I have no idea. Well, there's uh, Paint the Town Red. There is Fantastic Four. There is the uh, one I got Guardians of the Galaxy. There is, oh, I and think there's villains is like a whole nother game, right? Yeah, villains, and this one, this one does. By the way, in case people wanted to know, 
uh, Component-wise, this follows Villain's Lead, which is they put, instead of a, a board, you don't play on an actual cardboard board, you play on a mat. They give you a card-playing oh, mat, which makes cards easier to pick up. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a pre-printed printed map, and it's it's like it's just like a large mouse pad, is what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's it's really cool. It's really cool. I mean, it's just, it lays flat, mm-hmm. always lays flat so your cards aren't sliding around. It's... Yeah. Uh, the the colors are just brilliant on it. Mm-hmm. You know, they really pop out a lot better. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, picking up the cards off of it's so much easier than off of, like, a piece of cardboard. Now, <clears throat> how hard do you think this is to teach to a gamer or non-gamer? You know, <laughs> I love you, sweetheart. Um, based on learning it from you, I thought it was going to be more of a five. But I think if somebody actually read the bo- the book... It would be maybe a four. I am offended. <laughs> well, because I looked at the book and it's actually set out really well. I I mean, they've got your, your basic, here's what the game is about. And then they go through the steps and then they go through the advanced rules and the different cards and things. And I thought it was... Here's the deal. But maybe that's because I'm, you know, rose-colored glasses at this point because I've already played it. What's, what's your number? <sighs> I want to give it a four and a half, but you won't let me. (laughs) On difficulty, I'm going to go four. See, I I disagree. I I think because as long as you're the person teaching it, you have the rules down, I think it's only a two. What? Because you have the same deck. It's cooperative, so you can walk someone through their cards, which means you can do that learn-as-you-go thing here, which really lowers the difficulty to teach a game. Okay, so you're definitely talking just the base game, like no advanced mechanics at all, no introducing the alien, no... uh, There was something else you could do. There's no advanced... I'm talking just the normal game, where you're playing together. I guarantee I could teach someone who doesn't play games at all fairly easy and i would just convince them look all you got to do is draw these cards then when you play those cards every round i'm going to coach you the first few few rounds to make sure you know what to do and i'll help you the whole way it's a two if you but hold then, their hands now then you've got the coordinating that it comes into play um using the special abilities of the cards that's not an advanced rules that's knowing that because you've got this symbol this effect goes into play, and if yeah. you have this symbol on these this many cards, then they all go into play, and this can be combined with that. And I think that's pretty complex. I'm 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 sticking with four. Jeez, see, I would have gone ahead and said, okay, let's just agree a three then. No, but no, no. <laughs> Mule Nicole will not budge. Well, we don't have to have the same number. I'll give it a three. I'm giving it a four. Well, there you go. On difficulty. And what did you give it overall? Five? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay, This good. is not going out of our collection. Well, at least you're not crazy. It's too good. But that brings us to the end of another episode of Talk About Board Games. We want to thank you for joining us. That's right. Uh, in a couple weeks, we'll have we'll another episode. Mm-hmm. The episode eight. Now, in this episode eight, we're going to play a haunted house game. This is called The Betrayal at the House on the Hill. And we're not going to just play with Matt and Brianna, but we're also going to play with James and Angela as well. So six players. <laughs> six players. That's pretty awesome. That's, That's a first, a first time. for us. Yeah. yeah. That's a first time ever. Now, something else we, we, we want to do is encourage you to weigh in on our What About That topic. And uh, in that on that episode, it'll just be the best live haunted houses, like haunted houses you know, that you've actually 
been in, they're usually like a, uh, I'm not saying that you've been to a supernatural house, but one of these theatric places, you know, theatrical places where there's actors dressed up in costumes running around. I'd like to hear about that, and we're going to weigh in. You know, we, Kansas City's got quite a few, and we've been to quite a few. What if it is like a real supernaturally haunted house? You can write it in, about. but I, I will warn you, if you write in about an actual supernatural haunted house, you will be mocked. Fred's a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> I won't mock mocked. you so much. But feel free There'll to write There'll be no us. mocking. Please write in. <laughs> Please write in uh, at uh, Fred at TalkAboutBoardGames.com or Nicole at TalkAboutBoardGames.com. And you Nicole can... is N-I-C-O-L-E. That's right. Uh, Fred is F-R-E-D at... <laughs> okay, look. What? Um, anyways, People misspell my name all the time. You guys can uh, get on our Facebook and check out what we might be up to. Uh, it's TalkAboutBoardGames just look it up on our Facebook and uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter it's TA Board Games so, or you uh, can just go to the website and it has little links to all that stuff oh yeah go Talk to our website boardgames.com there you go we welcome your uh, feedback uh, also you can review us on iTunes uh, rate the show tell us what you think there too please yeah. say nice things because that stuff sticks <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for listening. We will be back in two weeks. Talk to you then. This is Nicole's brain fart. <laughs>